Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Wild Mystery Podcast Appears, where we discuss mysteries, histories, and occasionally conspiracies. I'm your host, Belle. And I'm your co-host, Solly. Today, we are reviewing the Nazca Lines in Peru. Today, we don't really have any content warnings, so it should be good. (laughs) But uh, if we think of something, we'll leave space for editing and give them to you now. Yeah. So... Now, if you have ever seen the fourth and final movie um, of a certain series regarding an archaeologist adventurer, then you might have some idea about the Nazca lines, where they are, and what they look like. (laughs) Did you finally get it? (laughs) Did it click? It clicked pretty much as soon as you were like, the final series, or the final whatever of, I was like, is it? And then you said, "Uh uh-huh, the archaeologist. Yeah, and I was like, yes. (laughs) Like, yep. Because I'm like, I don't know how that works with podcasts. It's, it's like, if you name drop something, I'm like, could we? I think it's probably fine. I mean, yeah. I've listened to the McElroys, and they've never gotten in trouble for, like, actually singing uh, one week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so, <laughs> the way we do. One week since we Huh? It's a good song. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> um, this is our first time be- recording in person since... I got better from COVID, so hey. Yeah, so we're enjoying hanging out for the first time. Um, so this one's probably going to be a little giggly. This is fine, though. Yep. So the Nazca lines are in Peru are, ge- are geoglyphs that you can only see the full image from the sky. Most of the lines have been dated. Oh, okay. I'm going to have problems in this episode, but it's fine. Why? <laughs> Just like all the conspiracy theories about these. <laughs> we'll get into it, I'm sure. <laughs> I... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, they are most um, have been dated as being constructed more than 2,000 years ago by the Nazca culture, which was around 200 to 600 BCE. Um, however, some predate the Nazca culture and are presumed to have been made by the Paracas culture. Um, and the petroglyphs made made by them, the Paracas, are more human-like and resemble other glyphs that. Pre- that predate even the uh, the Paracas. So they've been around for a while. Now, most of the glyphs are plants and animals. Um, and one of the most common images shared is the monkey, which is uh, measured out to be about 360 feet long, which is the exact length of a football field. <laughs> what? <laughs> and we are really showing our Americanness with that one because it's the one thing that I'm like, okay, relatory. That makes sense. Okay, I've seen one. Right? <laughs> I've seen one of those. I was just thinking back. I'm like, how many high schools really do have football fields? Too many. Too many. I'm like, focus on the arts, y'all. Focus on the arts and not letting your football players get away with everything. Everything. Murder. And anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, now, there's another image that depicts... Uh, Depict. <laughs> um, there's another Depec. image that depicts a bird that is 935 feet long. Shit, my dude. That's massive. Um, now, in total, there are over 800 st- straight lines, some reaching a length of 30 miles. Um, yeah. 300 geometric figures, such as triangles, rectangles, spirals, arrows, and zigzags. And 70 animals and plant designs, also, plant designs also known as biomorphs. Can you imagine, like, before people knew that these were here, just, like, coming upon a straight line and being like... What the fuck? <laughs> like, like, what is this? <laughs> Do you What's move going- the rocks? What, are they made of rocks? 
no yeah <laughs> okay sweet so um and i do kind of get into how like how they are made this is i'm not gonna lie y'all this is gonna kind of be a short one it's not i don't really want to get too much into the whole like oh it's a conspiracy y'all um so uh the glyphs were when i was doing my research on this and i'm gonna get into this very briefly because this annoys the hell out of me <laughs> is they're like they were originally discovered no mm. no no <laughs> so i said the glyphs were originally rediscovered and were documented in the 1920s um <clears throat> rediscovering america <laughs> um an american historian named paul kosick uh, uh, saw the lines from a plane in 1941 and hypothesized that the reason for the glyphs was for astronomical purposes like how the pyramids and stonehenge mimic solar lunar and star patterns um, however, this was later disproved by Gerald Hawkins in 1967. <laughs> I didn't, it was a lot of like, so basically he stuttered, he, he, he stuttered, <laughs> he might've stuttered. I don't know. I stutter apparently <laughs> today. Um, he's basically like, um, surveyed the whole area and he surveyed like the night sky and basically couldn't come up with any like correlation basically okay but um paul i do have an opinion on this as well paul like he literally thought that one of them resembled something okay one of them correlated with a thing i'm okay i'm sure we'll get into the possible reasons so i'll wait to share my well no because here's the thing (laughs) i I think i know where you're going with this i'm gonna repeat that because chair squeak i think i know where you're going with this because there's no way to say that it's not astronomical because yes, stars die stars all the time. Move. Like yes, so and there's no way to tell from one, you know, from potentially 200 to 600 BC. Yeah, even before then, what the sky looked like. And in addition to that, how do we know that all of these different things had the same purpose, especially if they were done by different cultures? Exactly. So it's just. You know, it is what it is. And so I do have a very strong opinion on that as well. I think making a general assumption um, off the... That's fine. Um, I think making a general assumption based off the current star pattern, which obviously in 1947, the light pollution... Or excuse me, in 1967, the light pollution wasn't as severe as it is today. But even still, stars die, new stars show up shit changes so there's really no good way to say if it was 100 percent accurate or not later in 1997 an international team of archaeologists geographers and archaeometrists and others formed the nazca pulpa project in order to document and analyze some nazca lines and a number of sim- similar figures near the town of pulpa um the conjecture of this group is that the platforms present at one end of many of the images reveal their ceremonial processional nature. Um, this evidence, together with the presence um, in one excavated platform of a thorny oyster known as a spondylus, uh, frag- um, fragments, fragments of that version, thing. <laughs> yeah, um, suggests water-related religious ceremonies. Not unlikely, since it's a desert region that this is See, that this these is are located. Like, so many of the conspiracy theories are like. Who would they have made these for? Because they couldn't, like, have seen them. And I'm like... <laughs> ah. <laughs> it's like... <coughs> you're it's also right looking there. at something from, you know, 
from this long of a time frame, look how much um, uh, landscapes change just within our own lifespan. Yeah. Not only just covering 500 years how much it changed. <laughs> the logic. Yeah. So, um, there's what? also, <laughs> yeah. I minored in art history in college. So, there's always a certain part of me that feels, I feel a certain type of way of people taking the achievements of ancient cultures and attributing like saying we couldn't possibly have done that it must have been aliens Aliens. (laughs) (laughs) there's always a certain part of me that's just like why can't we just be amazed by the ingenuity of ancient cultures you know (laughs) so you're gonna love my next couple sentences then it's i i joke about it (laughs) um so at the end of the day what makes these ancient drawings so interesting well, to put it simply, they're ginormous drawings that you can't fully perceive from the ground. So, if this ancient art couldn't be perceived from the ground, then why make the drawings? Was it to worship ancient gods or to honor them? Was it aliens? Or did they do it just because they could and wanted a challenge? Um, more recent research suggests that the Nazca Lines' purpose was related to water, a valuable resource in the arid lands of the Peruvian coastal plain. Now, these geoglyphs weren't used as an irrigation system or as a guide to find water, but rather as a part of a ritual to the gods in an effort to bring much-needed rain. Mm-hmm. Which, to me, this is pretty reasonable. Yeah. Most ancient cultures do have um, have Rituals gods surrounding that, rain they, and... that they worship yeah. and to help bring rain. And generally weather yeah. of certain, of whatever. Yeah, <laughs> whatever weather that they don't have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Now, some scholars point to the animal depictions, some of which are symbols for rain, water, or fertility, and have been found at other ancient Peruvian sites and on pottery as evidence of this theory. See, I like this even more because it's not... Like, this seems... Okay. (laughs) So there's this... I don't want to call it a bias or something like that, but there is a tendency when we look at ancient art and stuff to assume to automatically that, jump to like the alien theory well not that but like i mean that too but <laughs> but for historians basically to be like this has something to do with death yeah because automatic because i mean if you think about it a lot of the things that do survive are gravestones and that kind of thing and that's mm-hmm. not the only thing that is part of a culture it's just the thing that the things that tend to last the longest yes, absolutely so when historians have basically like come to a consensus on something that does not involve like a theory a cultural theory that does not involve a cultural fascination with death i'm more inclined to be like yeah that's reasonable (laughs) which i mean even if it does have something to do with death if most historians are saying it and it's not blatantly obvious like oh michelangelo was totally a straight dude and that guy that he wrote poems about (laughs) was absolutely just a friend like (laughs) like you know (laughs) Stuff like that. That's going to come off really interesting on that tape. Oh, boy, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But whatever. There's there's decent evidence to back this theory up. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I I completely agree with you where it's, you know, so much of it it does relate to most historians relate it back to, to death. And it's, you know, 
like one thing that kind of bugs me and i think we might have gotten into this into the screaming mummy episode that we did almost certainly (laughs) but specifically like referring to ancient practices like um like hairdressers in egypt like in ancient egypt they use this like weaving style for like this tool and historians like had no idea what it was but then they went to someone in that trade and mm-hmm. was like, oh, do something oh, with this. I've heard of this. And yeah. then they figured it. And then, like, they did it. Or, like, eight, like old blacksmithing tools. They took it to a blacksmith. He was like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. You know? For things for creasing paper. Yeah. I've heard of that, too. Do you need to? No. To okay. I just, I just manspread. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I just, I like to take up as much room as physically possible. Well, because I'm, room. like, way up close to the desk. And you're, like, way back there. So I was like, yes. <laughs> I will. I think part of it, too, is I project too much okay so this is i think my way of trying to balance out our audios because <laughs> okay. I, I talk a lot louder <laughs> it'd be hilarious if you kept this in but <laughs> i'll leave that up to you <laughs> i'll think I'll, I'll decide when i yeah. go to edit which was very much which is very much how i do it i'm like because i'll be like oh yeah that's so funny i'm keeping that in and i'm like mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe not yeah um but it's just, you know, and I like when historians, like, take outside input mm-hmm. and they actually go to people who work in that currently yeah. and they're like, oh, yeah, no, it's like some stuff carries down. Yeah. Tricks of the trade carry down through families, through trades, like. Or at the very least, if you're in a trade, you can probably look at something and be like, that would be really good to use for X. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and then if you Especially do. Especially when you're a master of your craft. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And if you. I'm sure that there are tests you can do. <laughs> I know that there are ways you can do this on like ancient teeth to be like, oh, this kind of tool is used on this. Mm-hmm. And then if you find a tool that is very similar to that, you can be like, oh, this was probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, it's just, I don't know. I think anything to do with like history and trying to figure out what happened when it happened and stuff of the like, it's just, it's fascinating. Did I ever tell you I wanted to be an archaeologist when I was a kid? Like that was my thing. <laughs> I could spell it, <laughs> <laughs> which is amazing. But um, no, I don't think you ever told no, me that. No, it was a paleontologist actually. Oh, paleo- but I think everybody. But then it was an archaeologist. Oh, hold on, I think everybody kind of wanted to be a paleontologist, especially after Jurassic Park came out. Yeah. Okay. I right. This was like when all my classmates were like saying they wanted to be princesses or whatever. I was like, I want to be a paleontologist. Yeah. I was the. I was that kid. <laughs> I can see little Ollie doing that. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I just. I get that because I there was a time too where I, would, I definitely had a little bit of an archaeology. Thing. <laughs> yeah, I had a I have a fucking and I don't look know at where us it now is somewhere I have a little fossil breaking rock some hammer somewhere cute yeah <laughs> continuing on yeah after that complete derailment <laughs> um, in 2015 researchers presenting at the 80th annual meeting of the Society for American Archaeology argued that the purpose of the Nazca lines changed over time. Initially, pilgrims headed to the Peruvian temple um, complexes um, used the geoglyphs as ritual processional routes. Later groups, as part of the religious rites, smashed ceramic pots on the ground at the point of the intersection between the lines. Okay. So I do like that they're like, you know, yeah, it probably changed over time as different yeah. cultures. Cultures are fluid. Yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, I'm going to move my chair. This might be loud. <laughs> Um, so how are they made? Um, the desert floor is covered in a layer of iron oxide coated pebbles of a deep rust color. Their designs were created by removing the top 12 to 15 inches of rock, revealing the lighter colored sand below. 
They likely began with small-scale models and carefully increased the model's proportions to create large designs. Can you imagine starting on a geoglyph and it, like, not working out in your favor? Be, and, like, you wouldn't so even, annoyed. But you wouldn't even know it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. It's, like, it could be... Because, like, the coolest thing to me about the Nazca land... I can't talk and that's fine um but like specifically with the Nazca lines it's like how for the most part how organized and how like clean they are yeah I mean don't get me wrong so that's the monkey that I was talking about this one yeah right yeah it's like for the most part that's actually not bad like that one's can, a little messier you can tell in then look some at this of them shit. that they couldn't really tell but yeah <laughs> look at that I mean damn how are those so straight <laughs> don't aliens <laughs> no so hold on scroll all the way up that one like is that not That's just really like cool. fasc- fascinating I like this lizard guy right <laughs> I like this one what the fuck is he <laughs> we'll post this picture <laughs> right? so that you guys can know what we're talking about and then look at the spider like the spider's on my favorite and like it's pretty like parallel yeah not parallel symmetrical yeah I don't know. It's just it's like just, he's really... got a foot on this end. Um, look up Nazca Lines astronaut. Oh, I've heard, I've seen this one. Yeah, <laughs> right. I've watched too many conspiracy videos. I don't know. And to me, it's like that's not that weird. I can't draw. With, I can't draw with a boner. <laughs> <laughs> he does look like he has an erection. Yeah. Um, but to me, that's like not that awkward. Like, can you he imagine like trying to? He does look like Squidward. It's just like okay. My thoughts on this are I can't fucking draw people. So And I mean they weren't even looking. Right. So I mean there's uh, So in art history you go from like at the very beginnings of art you start from like people starting to make art and it's very it's more symbols Mm-hmm. Than going for realism, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it the they look like logos is probably the the best way to yeah. like when I say symbolic in this sense, it is not that their art like it was a symbol that had a connection to a specific god or something. I mean, mm-hmm. like it's they're not going for realism, right? You know what I mean. But then as you get further into history and we start to understand how to do things like perspective and all of that things Mm -hmm. the symbolism gets more complicated and then it gets we get more into realism especially when you hit like the renaissance period right and it's like way back at this point in time this was just what art looked like yeah (laughs) you know it's not they're not doing something weird for the time this is just what what it was yeah. And they didn't, especially for, again, not being able to see what they were doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it's very impressive. And I love we're just supposed spiral, to... my dude. I love we're just supposed to... Oh, yeah. that's so funny. I just got to that picture, but it's from kind of a different angle. Yeah. <laughs> we're just now just scrolling through because it's just like, it's just really cool to look at. It's just really oh, interesting. Like... like, look at this bird. Look at that bird. Look yes. at it. Look at it. The, the only the only reason I didn't go into art history, I, I actually did switch to it as my major for a little while, but I decided I couldn't 
publish <laughs> as much as they wanted me to, or as much as I would have had to um, when, Do that. you know, with whatever career I would have ended up with mm-hmm. in that profession. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But this kind of stuff is just very, very, very interesting. And I really like the older, <clears throat> very symbolic artwork, especially the like Egyptian kind yeah. of stuff. Because it's the, like they're doing what they can with what they have. Yeah, Greek pottery, that kind of stuff. It's yeah. all very, all the like cave paintings and that kind of thing. They're all very, very, very interesting. To- and because oh. nine times out of ten, it just it is what it is. I want to go to Iraq and Iran so badly. <laughs> but as an American, I'm not going to be able to do that. <laughs> but but the art of Iraq and Iran are fucking gorgeous. It's very stunning. Yes. Um, again, complete derailment. Yeah. We're not... Look, like we said at the start of this, <laughs> we haven't seen each other in... A month? Oh, yeah. It's been... Well, okay. I actually in might this be a capacity. little over. Yeah. Because we oh, no, hung right, out. Yeah. We hung out at work. Because we hung out at work, yeah. I forgot but... that that was after COVID because uh, my timeline of my own life is like all messed up right well, now. Like, hanging out at lunch versus sustained hanging out for a couple of hours and then being able to just like... Because it's not like we go into yeah. this at work because it's not. we're not saying that you guys are a dirty little secret. but But it's like... I don't know. Talking to people that, I mean, at work, I don't know them very well yet. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. And it feels weird to, like, pimp out that I have a podcast <laughs> to Dude, people. You know everybody, what I mean? Anybody that I've talked to about it who's, like, you know, friends at work who I've, like, gotten really close with over the past couple of years because nothing will create a bond between people, like, living through the, the hell of COVID crisis, together. Yeah. Um, so, I like um, this dude. It looks like a pregnant axolotl. It does. It's a very <laughs> accurate description. Um, or ashalok. Because apparently that's how it's pronounced in Mexico. <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. What was it? Do you have a Ashalok? Wait, this guy? Mm. Yeah, I have no idea. Oh. This is described as the astronaut. It's not. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, that's not. Um, that actually looks more just like someone's drawing. Yeah, it could have been. Um, uh, most of the known geoglyphs were formed by removing rocks from only the border of the figures, creating a kind of outline, while mm-hmm. others were formed by removing rocks from the interior. And we do have some recent updates. Um, in 2011, a team from Japan discovered a new geoglyph that appears to represent a scene of decapitation. Which is Damn. only 13 feet long and 10 feet wide. So it's actually really yeah, small. Yeah, pretty small. This guy looks um, like a dinosaur. <laughs> you see it? <laughs> um, <laughs> this one looks like a whale. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is so funny. Because when I was reading, it's like, oh, it's it's a killer whale. And I'm like, why, why are you so specific? I'm like, that's and a killer actually, whale. Actually, I did think it looked like an orca. <laughs> it, do- it does. It does, yeah. But it's like. But you they, know, could they have seen an orca? I don't know. Right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, that's why I was like, uh, specifically a killer whale seems a little too specific. Yeah. For they were probably just this going region for a whale. potentially seeing it, you know? Yeah. Um. So, uh, which uh, so the decapitation scene is 13 feet long and 10 feet wide, um, and it is significantly smaller than other Nazca figures and not easily seen from aerial surveys. Um, now, the Nazca were known to collect trophy heads, 
and research in 2009 revealed that the majority of the trophy skulls came from the same populations as the people they were buried with as opposed to outside cultures. And in 2016, the same team found another geoglyph, this time one that depicts a 98-foot-long um mythical creature that has many legs and spotted markings and is sticking out its tongue um and in 2018 peruvian archaeologists announced that they had discovered more than 50 new geoglyphs in the region using drones to map the landmarks in an un in unprecedented detail i think i like this one the best the heron god that looks so neat it's just really fascinating to me this must have been one of the later ones yeah. I mean, again, they couldn't have known that they were getting better at this. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, it can't exactly go up somewhere and be like, oh, hey, that looks okay. You need to move yeah. like, 10 feet to the left. Because even if they climbed up on a mountain, mm-hmm. which I don't know how many mountains were in this area. It's a flat desert region. Yeah. So, <sighs> so discussion time. So, I mean, I didn't, obviously, in this episode, I wanted to kind of more just go, hey, these are a really cool feature you know and this is how they were made i didn't really want to get into the whole like i didn't personally want to get into the physical like description of all the conspiracy theories regarding them because it i cannot get into this kind of stuff without bringing it up because it annoys me so much <laughs> oh, no no and that's why i knew we were talk about it yeah. i just didn't really want to get into like the writing it out aspects because it's just yeah. like look i don't want like you've seen indiana jones you know what's up that's basically all the conspiracy theories rolled into one. Mm-hmm. Well, like as as a mute, like I can enjoy Indiana Jones because I know it's a work of fiction. Yeah, it's when people when people like are actually like, how could the people have built this? You know, without the help of aliens, <laughs> without you know, they didn't have the technology. But like, just because they didn't have computers or cars does not mean that they didn't have other ways of doing shit. Exactly. Like, it doesn't mean that they weren't intelligent. No. It doesn't mean that they couldn't have done art. <laughs> like No, and it's like, and I the, the misconception a lot of times now is that ancient peoples were not smart. Mm-hmm. They were absolutely smart. I mean, they, they were, were smart in their own ways for the time. We are ever getting smarter mm-hmm. as evolution requires yeah our weight like somebody being able to read really really well and that kind of thing like our 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 definition definition of of intelligence intelligence. yeah fucking stop (laughs) we have a psychic link (laughs) our definition of intelligence has changed as as art has progressed (laughs) actually Yeah. yeah because well, because, like, so many things, I try and link it to, um... Like, okay, so let's talk about IQ tests, for example. <laughs> <laughs> so if I have you're, opinions. Yeah, if you are taking an IQ test, they will ask you what certain vehicles are used for. If you are from a village where you don't use those kinds of vehicles, which we have a few of those in Alaska, mm-hmm. you might not be able to list... to answer that correctly and that might drive your iq down just because you don't know what a vehicle is used for does not mean you are not an intelligent person yeah so (laughs) it's um what's the einstein fish quote um if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree the fish will spend its whole life believing it's stupid Mm -hmm. i mean 
And luckily, sums it up. <laughs> luckily, the people who did this don't <laughs> have to listen to us judge them. No, and I I don't even think that we're judging. I was like, we're well, yeah, we're not, but <laughs> you know, but, but it's there like... are people who are like they couldn't possibly have made this. It had to have been aliens. Yeah, it's an insult. Yeah, I think it is an in- insult to humanity in general. It's an insult to Peru. It's an insult to like yeah. It's like okay, imagine three hundred years from now, they're looking back on how we handled the pandemic or how we did our medical procedures or anything like that to people 500 a thousand years in the future we are going to seem primitive mm-hmm. are you stupid yeah. absolutely absolutely not I we are got, smart for our time i just got cpr certified um and cpr like sometimes you break ribs you know yep. but it will very the often save people's yeah. lives Someday in the future, I mean, we've gotten to the point now where AEDs, which mm-hmm. defibrillators, <laughs> yeah, um, they can tell you when when there's a shockable rhythm and when there isn't. Mm-hmm. They can tell you, oh, you know, all kinds of things like that. In 50 more years, are we even going to be doing CPR? Yeah. I mean, in 50 years, probably. <laughs> right. In 100 years, are we going to be doing compressions? Mm-hmm. And when we are not doing compressions anymore, are we going to look back and say, oh, they bounced on their chests and, like, broke their ribs and stuff like that? Yeah. Are we going to look back and say, why would they drill holes in people's heads? Which we do now to relieve pressure building brain. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> we are ever learning. We are ever evolving. There is How, no oh, way. cancer. Yeah. When we find cancer. When we find actual and I'm not saying radiation isn't a good treatment for cancer, but when you look at what it does to the human body, yes. it is not ideal. No. In a hundred, and a lot of in a thousand years, do die. Their cancer is cured, but the radiation then kills them. I mm-hmm. actually know of several people personally who have died as a result of radiation therapy after it cured their cancer. Yeah. I mean, I've I've known of plenty of people who have gone through chemo. And it destroyed their bodies so much that when their cancer came back, they decided they just couldn't. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, absolutely. So in a hun- in this will probably be closer to a thousand years, frankly, when we have discovered something besides radiation, are we going to look back on that and say we were poisoning each other to try and cure yeah. an illness? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no, there's no telling where the future is going to take us. And so we have to remember that when we look back and say, and that's a, I'm going to, I'm going to relate this to generational talk because it drives me insane because generational talk, you know, well, kids these days and da, 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 da. And I'm like, y'all, we were the same. It's just a different, it's just slightly different, you know, smoking used to be considered good for you yeah so did uh radiation (laughs) i'm trying to remember radium radium yeah yeah (laughs) which i need to do an episode on that because that's very interesting yeah but But like literally tobacco used to be considered good for you Mm -hmm. and now here we are and that's why it drives me crazy seeing um people using jewels oh because it's like (laughs) i've had coworkers who are like oh but you know it you know, I don't. I, it's not. A, it's not a cigarette. It doesn't have as much um, nicotine. Nicotine, 
But I'm like, if There's you're still... going out to smoke for five minutes a day, or for five minutes, like, 15 times a day, how much would you have been doing if you were smoking a cigarette? Like, would it, would it have been as much? Like, Well, shit, there's people I know that vape at their desk. Yeah. And they're... Oh, okay, we can't. <laughs> we can't talk about vaping. I have things. I had, an, I, had, I had a coworker at one of my retail places who would... I didn't know this because mm-hmm. he quit pretty soon after I got here, but apparently he would... Or at there. Got there. Apparently he would, like... He would, like, sneak his head out the back door, like, you know, suck in, breathe out as he was coming back in, <laughs> and he would get in trouble for it and try to, like, sneak it in, but you can smell it. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> bruh. It's not, it's not subtle. People, and again, my dad has, I've, I've never mentioned this on the podcast, my dad has very bad asthma. Uh, cigarette smoke is a massive, massive, like, mm-hmm. thing for him. Walking through a cloud of, like, vape dust is not any better or it's not a whole lot better yeah but like people think that that is more excusable well i'm like secondhand smoke is still a thing when it comes to vapes we can't talk (laughs) this is well well so it's funny that you say that because like i actually used to have a really big problem with this as a kid too where people and i know every you know whatever is that a ton of people can relate to this but especially in colder climates Mm. for those who do not live in colder climates is the most annoying thing in the winter (coughs) shit like that sticks around because it doesn't go up (laughs) it just stays so for example when people when it's cold outside people don't go as far away from the entrance of a store Mm -hmm. to smoke so there's a cloud of cigarette smoke right near the start of the store and i would open up a store entrance yeah whatever <laughs> you've done it got it in three <laughs> <laughs> to the entrance of a store and there's just like cloud of smoke and i always just get looks because i'd literally be hacking up a lung because my body couldn't take it and i don't even have asthma i, had... I was just super sensitive to cigarette yeah. smoke i don't know i couldn't deal with yeah. it and so i'd be like coughing up a fit and people thought i was like I it thought people thought I was exaggerating, and we just used to be to, like an yeah. ass. We I'm used like, to no. um, when I was at retail place um, number three. Yeah, number three. Yeah, number three. Okay. <laughs> oh, I guess I wasn't sure. Yeah, <laughs> I had to count because I was like, "Was my first job not retail?" Okay, so we people would try and smoke or vape right outside the door. It was almost always vaping. That mm-hmm. we had to poke our heads outside and be like, you can't, well, you gotta move. Well, like, crowd, too. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, a lot of them were middle-aged. But either way. Always. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Listen. Opinions! Um, I've worked at too many retail places. <laughs> Never again. Same. <laughs> um, <laughs> but basically, I think that is my opinion. That, like... Oh, also, like, building planes. At what point... Oh my god, right? Yeah. We're... Fucking, we sent a man to the moon in 1969. Yeah. Less less than 100 years after the first successful flight of an airplane, which I think we've mentioned this before. But I'm sorry. The advancements that we have made within yeah. the past 100 years alone is staggering. Mm-hmm. I mean... Looking back at 1922, that seems like way longer than a century ago, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it feels well over, and I mean, God, it really wasn't. 
Yeah. But even looking back at like ni- the 19... 1800s. GPS didn't exist in 1970, you know? Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I mean, and... Oh, I could do an entire four episode series on technological advancements. We're going to touch on it in episode 10, too. <laughs> oh, are yeah. we? Yeah. Cool. So. <laughs> Sweet. Um... Don't forget to check out our Instagram and TikTok uh, for more information. And in this case, pe- uh, pictures of the petroglyphs. Um, specifically, I know I'll be sharing the ones about the monkey, the spider, and the bird, which I know it says somewhere that it looks like a condor, but you're saying it looks like a heron. It's called the heron. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Um, well, uh, thank you for listening to, the, to today's episode of A Wild Mystery Podcast Appears. This has been the review of the Nazca Lines. We hope you join us next week and check out our social media to see notes or pictures from today's episode. Stay safe.